What is the ultimate harassment and intimidation tool? Disability surveillance. Fear is a common mechanism to move average citizens, but do you have to respond in insured's best interest or yours? Just because a company would rather keep not only your premiums, but benefits after filing a claim doesn't mean you have to walk away sad and defeated. Today is a time to learn counter-disability surveillance one-on-one because bullies shouldn't have their way. Because tactics used attempt to exploit and demean individuals who are vulnerable and have their trust in the wrong place. Today, let's talk about how to change this and become your best advocate. We'll spend our time talking about power in numbers and money, your talents and gifts along with injury, surveillance tactics, those who help disabled versus those who help insured, and counter-disability surveillance tactics. Place your comments and questions on Twitter hashtag Estra's Radio Show or talking about you with Estra on Facebook. Call the show today at 718-766-4385 with your questions, comments, and experiences. How did the average citizen get so busy with personal troubles that the bigger problems are ignored? Somehow, when middle America was sleeping, the very power and balance which established our democracy slipped away. 1% of the population became the 99%, and the 99% became the 1%. An imbalance of power has caused not only the American economy to stumble, but our way of life. Now this 1% of the population controls the direction of our country, and our only hope of getting it back is to vote in those who remember that it is the United States of America, not the United States of Wall Street. This is the one thing our forefathers did right. Now, if poor and middle class will use their vote and not be discouraged by fake polls, poll taxes, or other methods of voter suppression. This much power and influence in the hands of a few hurt the many, in my opinion. So what has this to do with a car accident? Those with the power and money are also the same individuals who take premiums, deny insurance claims, harass and intimidate in order to get you to drop benefits requests. Too often, some insurers have a set strategy to bring down poor and middle-class individuals who cannot afford to challenge their opinions in order to get the care needed or get the benefits of their policy. Have you noticed how difficult it is to find complaints against insureds? Much of it has been buried or the search engines gives priorities to large corporations who place a rebuttal in place of those who wish to share their experiences. Nevertheless, if you are trying to share auto experience insurance, employer benefits, LTD, SDI experience, continue to put your content online. The number of individuals facing harassment is increasing, which makes it more difficult to hide. It's important for others to see the commonality many people injured in car accidents go through during this journey. Not only will it empower you, but those who also need encouragement. As we've seen by many recent court cases, the power and money of these corporations do extend to the reach of law, including law enforcement. Therefore, you may not receive the support deserved while going through this process. But don't give up. Just as with Ferguson, and just as Casey Cox did not decide her battle would be to stand up for those facing Ebola concerns, many of us do not decide which battles we fight. 
But once in it, do all you can to bring concerns to light and make it better for those people down the line. It will take all of us doing our parts in whatever area the battle comes to return America back to a country who believes in keeping jobs here, building infrastructure, making education available for everyone, making housing and food affordable and safe, and providing individuals involved in a car accident with a fair and equitable settlement. This requires returning to a strong America who believes in our ability to stand. When this happens, 1% will only represent 1%, and 99% will represent 99%. Once again, justice will prevail, and our jails will not be a place of slavery, making money for private industry. All we need is a renewed respect for one another, starting with insurers doing the right things by their insured. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with Talking About You with Estra. Often self-esteem takes a blow after a disability, and sometimes it takes a while to find you again. And this is okay, because in my opinion, once restored, wherever you are, whatever you can or cannot do, realizing it's more about talents and gifts created along the way at each season in life. No one else can tell you who you are. No one else can get you to a place of understanding or acceptance of you. This is a personal journey that you must make, explore, and come to terms with just how special and unique you are. Yet I can tell you from personal experience, this is not always an easy task. Along the way, you might find people and corporations which take advantage of you. Education comes in many different aspects, and each and every one of us have weaknesses be it physical, emotional, mental, some things will always need exercising. Love you for where you are right now. Accept your struggles and victories. Own them on your journey. There is no perfection in this world, only learning curves. Do your best, make corrections when necessary, and above all, continue to respect and hold yourself in high esteem. Some people may not have a disability, but I guarantee you there will be something for them to work on too. Self-acceptance and an acceptance of others is so important. The balance of these two things is unique for you. The key is to know you will be okay, that you can work through injury, pain, suffering, disability, harassment, and intimidation. Your life belongs to you. And you can make it into whatever your heart desires with a bit of creativity and determination that what? Never quits. It is also important to provide others with the same grace that you should give yourself. Yes, you are talented and gifted. Some discovered, some undiscovered. Give yourself time for exploration, healing, and confidence. Why is law enforcement working with insurers, meaning your insurance companies, against the insured, which means the person who purchases insurance policies from them? How can they stay neutral when placed in a biased situation? 
This creates a deeper level of distrust of police by citizens. Many people will only contact them as a last resort, which means citizens suffer in silence rather than bring problems to law enforcement, because this may create a greater problem than the one they got, I suspect. Prior to being involved in the last round of car accidents, meaning the last three, one involved with harassers, within approximately a year of each other, I personally held law enforcement in high esteem. The job they do is not for the faint of heart, and many experience too much of the dark side of life. Therefore, I thought giving them their respect was in order. Yet, when an employer or insurer decides not to pay your claim, there typically is a strategy in play. This is surveillance tactics. These tactics are psychological game to intimidate and harass the injured. The injured person who is typically struggling to understand their condition, most do not have enough time or energy to handle additional pressures yet. Don't consider giving in to these demands. Frankly, the lack of integrity and honesty to deal with the injured in a respectful and straightforward manner is appalling. In my opinion, in some cases, it is due to the fact that they do not have a reason not to pay your claim, but they know you do not have the resources, perhaps, to give them a run for their money, so to speak. How many poor and middle-class people have enough money to fight billion-dollar companies for five to ten years? If they had this much money, they would take care of their own car accident concerns and not use insurance companies. In fact, it is insurers who are making money off of you. What I'm saying is that if they begin losing too much money, they tend to make the choice to reduce what is included in your coverage. Have you noticed that? From year to year, you may have started off with a great deal of coverage, and now your current policy has even less than it did two years ago or five years ago. 10 years ago, and let's not even go back 20 years ago, when unions were at their strongest. If they choose to keep benefits, they don't have to answer to anyone else, unless, of course, you take them to court. Therefore, the risk and reward ratio is always in their hands. And today, they are still making billions, let me repeat that, not millions, not a few hundred thousand, but billions, and refuse to pay claims. They've accepted premiums from insureds, meaning you. The key to overcoming harassment and intimidation tactics from insureds is not to allow them to dominate your life. You are the most important person in this equation, as I say time and time again, not their goal of keeping your benefits. Yes, they will bully and attempt to confuse you as what you should do. I would challenge you, however, to do all you can to improve your life that makes your goals achievable. You have a life to live, and live it to the best of your new abilities and talents. Don't allow them or anyone else to make you ashamed of current conditions. If you could do more, you would. There is no shame in being disabled. I need to say that again, because a lot of people tend to try to live up to someone else's expectations or view their their life in the life of others. The only one's life that you need to be like is your own. There is no shame in being disabled, and there is no shame in trying to do better. 
Do not let them place you in a cage of their creations. You are free to improve on who you are just as anyone else. Don't be afraid to stand up for yourself. Many times their tactics include lowering your self-esteem by performing shaming activities you are not even aware of. If you've encountered very few mind games, you will not be familiar with some of their tactics. Their goal may be to force you into a situation which proves their insurer's claim and give a reason to deny yours. Yes, they will be abusive in some cases from my experience, yet let them carry the burden of their actions. You are only accountable for yours. The key is to stay with the facts. Many will attempt to bully you into saying or doing something they can get on film that will be so embarrassing that you will slither away and allow their employer to keep your benefits. I suggest another option, that you allow them to slither away and you continue to take care of yourself and document their behaviors. Many times these tactics also include enlisting those they can turn in order to gain additional information about you. Most of these companies have enough resources at their disposal to go back to the day before your birth. Frankly, if all the people they have harassed and intimidated got together and shared all the abusive things they have done to the insured, meaning you, that would indeed be a story worth reading. By the way, there's a story in the Seattle Times I happened to catch on Alex Wagner's TV show on MSNBC regarding the FBI creating a fake AP story to learn the computer ID of a teenager who was causing fire alarms at school. Does law enforcement play by the rules? I used to think so. But after experiencing harassment and intimidation, which included hacking my cell phone, laptop, placing GPS on my vehicle, creating fake extra links, and this is why I tell you to make sure you go to the official, official sites, sending harassment and intimidation emails, Twitter messages, hacking my online accounts. This is another one where the list truly is endless. This makes me believe that not only do we need insured civil rights, but there needs to be a separation between law enforcement and Wall Street for the protection for the average citizen and insured. When these same harassers begin going to every place you go, such as physician's office, physical therapy, acupuncture, exercise, another endless list, it creates a distrust in the people involved in your care. Will they harm you? Hopefully not. One begins to wonder who is trustworthy. Insurers are notorious in bombarding healthcare professionals and attorneys, by the way, with paperwork in order to get paid. What medical professional wants this type of drama? Patients become more of a liability than someone to care for when harassment by insurers begin. In order to avoid or reduce some of their bullying tactics, change patterns or driving routes which makes it difficult for them to carry out harassive plans. One day when I decided to switch from Verizon to Sprint, it was an unexpected event for them, and I enjoyed a few days of using my cell phone without their harassment. While purchasing the phone, they were there standing behind me and next in line to talk to the sales agent. This goes on each and every day. My next book, Surveillance, will have detailed information of the harassment and intimidation 
one can experience after filing an auto insurance claim. These surveillance tactics, which can extend into harassment and intimidation, which can further extend into abuse, is a problem and unfair for the injured to endure because the insured chooses not to pay their claim. There is a major difference between good faith and bad faith insurers, your insurance company, and learning the difference after a car accident is not the time to find it out. Being on the receiving ends of delays, denials, harassment, and intimidation is difficult when dealing with life changes due to injuries. Therefore, make sure to do your homework when choosing an insurance company. This may be the most important thing you do throughout the entire process. How can you ascertain who helps disabled versus those who help the insured? Because money and power is a persuader in the hands of those who know how to use it. Manipulation is a tool that some consider to be negotiation tactics. However, when it takes advantage of people who have little concept of the behavior, it's unacceptable. The average injured person has been told to discuss the truth and nothing but the truth, so help them God. Yet, some insurers, in my opinion, are only interested in their investors' bottom line. Ethical and moral decision-making is far from them. In other words, the injured trust the people they have hired to be their safety net, while those with safety nets drop them through the holes in the net, so to speak. This is a major violation of trust. The injured entered into a lion's den, unknowledgeable and trustful, awaiting to be knocked off by a well-trained predator. Those who help the disabled typically are advocates working with few resources compared to Wall Street and have gained their experience through the school of hard knocks. Plenty of hard knocks. Many take on those with money and power as far as their resources will allow. Sometimes it is enough and sometimes it's not. Yet the struggle continues and there are many soldiers known as advocates trying to make a difference in the lives of the injured. This is no easy task when Congress continues to pass legislation in favor of Wall Street, disenfranchising Main Street. In their numbers, Main Street can overcome the barriers and obstacles placed in the way of fair and equitable auto insurance settlements by using the power of their votes to put people in office who will respect the rights of individual citizens and place them on an equal footing as corporations whom would consider taking advantage of them in order to benefit company bonuses and investor stock. Will you play hardball with those who use rocks? If so, learn to duck and gain as much knowledge as possible. Thank those who help to get you through the process because in most cases they are taken through the ringer, so to speak, too. Make sure those who help you are not already aligned with insurers, however. Their reach is much longer than most would believe, and they know how to use their resources and power to create a means to an end at the insured's expense. Therefore, make sure those you think are helping truly are, and not working for those who would create developments in the interest of their employers. If you have moved to another circle, meaning another level, in dealing with those who play by different rules, Remember, some of these people or companies may not have any. 
Be your best advocate, pay attention, stand your ground, and do what is not only in your best interest, but will help those who come after you. Do for the injured what Casey Hitcox is doing for the next person returning to the U.S. after assisting with the Ebola outbreak, protecting the rights of herself and others not to be harassed and intimidated by those with power and influence. It was nice to see justice come from a system whose reputation has been anything but fair to the people on Main Street. You can advocate for insured civil rights and equitable treatment from insurers. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with Talking About You with Estra. One key element in no overcoming problem. harassment and intimidation is keeping your focus. One of their main goals, in my opinion, is to get you distracted from your objectives, such as recovery from injury or building your life after disability. In this way, manipulations can take place which cause you to do something which, again, lines up with their employer's objective, which, frankly, means keeping benefits that should go to you. Next, from my experience, many of their tactics are unprofessional, and harassers have a preference of not wanting their activities brought to life or whom they are working for. But bring this out in the open at the right time. It's very important. It also allows injured to know the type of companies who practice this bad faith behavior and help others to support corporations who will respect and protect the injured. Additionally, if you do not document this behavior, typically denied by those performing the harassment and intimidation, therefore, be sure to videotape and take pictures of their actions. Furthermore, as harassers sit beside you in restaurants, movie theaters, church, casinos, libraries, concerts, plays, laundromats, grocery store, and yes, again, this list is endless, don't let them push your buttons. Push back. This is your life, and they are attempting to challenge it in order to achieve the goals of their employer at your expense. Be compelled to live as you wish, not as they want. Another important key is to educate yourself on their tactics. Typically, with car accidents, many injured take time to get back into the saddle, so to speak. It's traumatic when driving. These actors tend to use scare tactics, such as almost running into you to cause panic attacks, which are common among collisions, and sometimes they do run into you. Their unbridled behaviors can often bring harm in abusive ways to the injured and experienced. The more you learn about their tactics, the better. Insurers can and do use law enforcement as their main ways to intimidate. So if you see them sitting down the street from your residence or on your way there, do not be surprised. They may also seek out opportunities to catch you in vulnerable positions. Catching these situations on camera is the best that you can do. We know as a society all cops cannot be trusted, and we know many work for Wall Street and not Main Street. Some have called the average person cynical today, yet I would say it is closer to what we see day in and day out, especially if faced with constant harassment and intimidation. Personally, I would still challenge you to take the high road against those who perhaps prefer groveling in the dirt. 
There is nothing down there for you. Keep your head up, do your best, and move forward in a way that helps to promote your interests. Being watched 24-7 is not a deterrent from being who you are. Frankly, it displays the desperation of those insureds who know their actions have been inappropriate and are seeking some relief for justification of their actions. What this demonstrates from my perspective are two points of view, one which displays an unfair system that Main Street lives under when insured are denied their benefits, versus Wall Street's ability to use their power and resources to generate their desired goals, which are unleashed due to Congress's inability to do their jobs for people, but do the work of Wall Street. Therefore, counter disability surveillance with internal strength and fortitude with knowledge and standing your ground by refusing to be bullied into submission and realize you still have rights here in the USA even when those who are supposed to protect and serve for integrity of these rights may dismiss them for personal gains, profits, or to protect a sector of societies whose privilege has exceeded the boundaries of the average citizens. Wall Street may have power and influence, but the one thing they will never have is power in numbers. And frankly, the numbers of the disenfranchised is growing. This happens when trust is violated. Each and every year, more individuals are denied their insured benefits after filing a claim. I suspect these are no small numbers, since many of these practices can be observed through the insurance industry. Organizing for the insured through civil rights will change this to a more fair and equitable settlement. Doing your part of documenting this behavior is important. Do not let their actions of hacking your cell phone computers, using GPS to follow you wherever you may go, gaining access to your private information, stop your goals. You keep doing what works for you. Whatever games from harassers come your way, you don't have to play. Stay true to yourself and the facts. And at some point, all the injured who have faced this type of abuse will have their say. Visit my Astro Radio Show for examples of where to find knowledge, equipment, in particular surveillance equipment to help you, and how to document the harassment and intimidation faced after filing insurance benefits due to an injury. If you have experienced a claim with an auto insurance company, share your experiences on Twitter, hashtag Estra's Radio Show. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with Talking About You with Estra. Sorry about the volume, still working on the problem. Instead of documenting a car collision from scratch, which can be overwhelming and or time-consuming, try to use the available tools. iAstra will talk about options to make life easier when injured in a collision. With the right products, it will take less time and be less stressful. Today, let's discuss tracking tools currently available to help people involved in a car accident get through the process of auto insurance this includes documenting your car wreck, starting up an auto insurance policy, or employer injury, which is usually long-term disability, and options when your car is damaged beyond drivability. The most inexperienced person typically involved in the insurance process is the policy holder. 
The person with the most to lose is also the one who knows the least. And why would this be? For one thing, most insurers don't spend much time preparing for the inevitable in life. A car accident. Most people will be involved in a collision in their lifetime. And the severity ranges from a fender bender to loss of life, which is certainly a major range to try to plan for when not knowing when, where, and if this unexpected event will happen. And on top of all of this, you won't know until this in this actual situation whether you will be treated fairly by an auto insurance company, whether your employer will also pay out on your disability claim for any extended period of time, or whether you will have saved enough for a rainy day, which has turned into a complete tropical storm. However, with a little basic information, weathering the storm may provide enough cover to get you through rough times. Discussing the day of the car accident, simple documentation techniques, avoiding car accident pitfalls, why state laws instead of federally regulated insurance legislation, and helpful suggestions. Call into the show at 718-766-4385. One of the most important things that you can do is be prepared prior to a car accident. One way of doing that is being sure to keep a copy of my book, Car Accident by Astra, in your car and use the checklist at the scene of a car collision. That's a time when it's very difficult to remember everything, and having a checklist handy will help you to make sure that you include some of the things that are most important. Also, taking pictures at the scene, including the license plate of the other cars involved and damages to all vehicles is also a key role. Remember to only state the facts and ignore prompts to provide information in the best interest of individuals or corporations. That's whether talking with people at the scene or later on with auto insurance companies or employers. Be sure to evaluate why any questions are being asked and who benefits from the answers. Remember, you are vulnerable at this time and some may attempt to take advantage of you, so be sure to use caution. Everything you say and do from the moment of that collision will be under scrutiny of insurance companies, employers, and if they can find a way out of paying a claim, some will do so in spite of the documentation. If you experience any medical concerns, evaluate what your options are and proceed accordingly. Remember, insurance companies typically are the ones footing the bill, although you've paid the monthly premiums, right? But it gives them too much power or actually leverage over the physicians and other medical professionals who have to go by their rules, so to speak, in order to be paid. It places them between a rock, meaning taking care of their patients properly, and a hard place, meaning getting paid by the insurance companies. If you are able to pay your own bills, even though you have paid them, or you are hopefully going to have insurance to pay them if something like this came up, sometimes it's just easier to pay them uh, then submit the bills for reimbursement because this can save a great deal of problems for both you and the people providing medical services. In this way, there is no middleman. And personally, I guarantee you, if the insurance company is footing the bill, they are requiring certain things from your medical professionals 
and they're trying to perhaps even get them to see things from their perspective. So, so getting the middleman out of the way uh, can really improve the quality of your care and speed up your recovery from my perspective. Frankly, the stress insurance companies and employers can put into this process works to their advantage and hinders the goals of the insured because it kind of tries to get you off of balance. And when you're off balance, most people don't make the best decisions, especially when you consider the lack of knowledge most policyholders have and primarily depend on these insurers and employers. This may be the biggest mistake many policyholders make since these are the corporations who have the most to lose. Many care a great deal about the investors, keeping their bottom lines as feisty as possible, so to speak. And policyholders filing claims can put a dent in their bottom lines. Therefore, not all will be as open and honest as they should be with you, frankly, from my experience. Just because individuals are representing a conglomerate doesn't mean they play by the rules. Okay, I need to say this again because... Somehow, perhaps we get caught up in the commercials and the glamour, and we think that perhaps some of these corporations are full of integrity, and some of them are, but some of them are not. Just because individuals are representing a conglomerate doesn't mean they pay by the rules. Make sure to take a look at the Rolling Stone article this week on J.P. Morgan Chase, a courageous whistleblower who shares the length some will go to in order to take advantage of you. Use caution when dealing with individuals or companies. They just may not have your best interests at heart, regardless of the appearance. In most states, you have three years to file a claim, and most insurance companies prefer not to pay up until close to this time, from my experience. They know injured usually cannot afford to live without Financial support, which means one or two paychecks. Therefore, this is a tactic used to allow insurers to become more desperate and willing to take lower settlements. So make sure that you take care of yourself. Do they care how much suffering is endured because of delays or denials in paying claims? Frankly, from my perspective, the objective and loyalty lies with investors. You come a distant second if there. Check how well your insurance company pays by the number of complaints lodged against them, perhaps not even close to the number of dissatisfied policyholders. What large amounts of money can hide, or uncover for that matter? The key here is to do your best to ascertain are they known for good faith or bad faith practices against their policyholders. This important knowledge might make the difference between a life in poverty and getting by with dignity. Simple, easy tools to use through this process include picking up a copy of our Accident Weekly Planner to continue documenting into the next year, ordering from my official website, Estra's Official Car Accident. Car Accident Weekly Planner is still available on my site and major bookstores, available at a discount at my official site. Car Accident Calendar Daily Quotes helps to learn car accident information each day and shares my experience from going through the process on many occasions. Again, keeping the book Car Accident by Estra in your car prior to an event actually happening, the resource will be an aid in pointing you in the right direction and getting information that will be required of you, documenting the experience, and assisting in the preparation 
of the insurance process. The more serious the claim, the more insurance and employer battles there will be typically to fight. This book contains a place to write down valuable information the organizations don't mention at the time of signing up for a policy how difficult it can be to get your claim processed and even more difficult to settle. The worst time to be looking for an attorney is after being injured. Whenever you are in need of something, it can place you at a disadvantage. First, decide or estimate what your claim is worth. Be careful when looking for this information online. Some links may be directly to the people whom your claim is with. Make sure the links you are clicking on are legitimate ones and can provide you with statistical, factual information. Watch out for those attorneys who promise you the world to get your signature on a contract where they will end up getting around 40% when it's all said and done. Is it worth it? It depends. Are you able to do this on your own? Do you have the energy? These are questions only you can answer. What I will say is, number one, make sure they don't already work with the insurance companies that you might end up against in court. Number two, make sure they are proficient in their craft and have the support in order to take on a serious case. And Number three, that you are comfortable with the way that they do business. All state laws are not created equal. Notice how insurance companies like drawing up their corporations in Delaware? This is not by coincidence. Power and influence does impact how businesses perform and relate to their customers. How are you being treated? What do you know about the insurance laws in your state? And why do so many cases end up in court, federal court when regulated by state laws. When searching your state regarding auto insurance, do you find more legislation which protects insured, insured, meaning you, or are they equal? How much are your state resources dedicated to insurance companies? And what about policyholders? In fact, how easy is it to find information which protects policyholders? And how many laws do you see to protect insurance companies? When someone asks you, is this about the money? Ask yourself, who is putting money into your state? Actually, your premiums play a major part in the continued survival of insurance companies. Don't think so? Let every insurer stop paying their premiums for a year and see what happens. Imagine putting the money you pay to insurance companies every year elsewhere. Imagine the additional power this would accomplish in your life. Now you can see how valuable your livelihood is and apply this by the vast number of policyholders and you can begin to recognize what it means to insurance companies. Yet some do not treat their policyholders with the respect and consideration they deserve. What should be done when this is encountered? Change your insured to one who will respect and treat you fairly. Money does talk to these large conglomerates. They know the importance of keeping the money flowing. Otherwise, why would they fight so hard to keep money after filing a claim? And now that you know it, you can also recognize your value and act accordingly. Learn what your value is to them and what your claim means. Will it be easy? 
Not necessarily, from my experience. Otherwise, how could insurance companies get away with paying far less than many claims are worth? Would anyone decide to accept a settlement at levels they knew were unfair? And can insurance companies who have something to lose be willing to pay out a fair offer instead of keeping as much as possible? By doing online research for state laws regarding auto insurance companies, you can begin to understand where your legislator's focus is, policyholders or conglomerates or both. Then you can decide how to adjust your strategy. Be sure to give yourself time to evaluate what you read, behaviors of those involved in your claim, and time to educate about the claim process. Be sure to go out to Esther's official car accident site and Esther's radio show. I've done a great deal of homework on many of these issues, and you will certainly be surprised by what you find. If there's additional questions, please drop me a line on any one of my accounts. First, Tan, I know your situation. I have dealt with insurance companies such as USAA, GEICO, PIMCO, Progressive, Farmers, Allstate, Premier, Blue Cross, United Healthcare, Medicare, LifeWise Assurance Company, Social Security, and employer SNC Lavalin Constructors, previously known as Enron. One key to remember is to trust your own instincts. When you get that gut feeling something is not right with something going on with the insurance claim process, be sure to follow up on it until you are satisfied. Perhaps it is just a misunderstanding, and perhaps not. But one thing is for sure, unless you investigate, you will not know. Also, the incidents involved in a claim, from my perspective, are relatively common. Therefore, in most cases, others have gone through the same process. The more the occurrences are communicated to those going through similar circumstances, the better outcome for policyholders, from my perspective. Don't assume everything you are told is the gospel. Verify and confirm, especially if critically important to your claim. Remember, you are not the only person who has something invested. Regardless of what you may experience, recognize those with power and influence have been handling claims in similar manners for decades. Do your best, let the chips fall where they may, and continue on with life. The power and influence may or not be in the hands who value policyholders. Standing your ground is all that is required. This is only a season. There are many more to come. And that is so true. This show was really what I needed today, and hopefully the timing is also good for you. You've been listening to Talking About You with Estra on Block Talk Radio and also iTunes. My website is estracarwreckhelp.com. That's one word, estracarwreck.com. You can go out and actually get some new things up. Check it out. Write a comment or two. Let me know what you think. See something you would like me to add? Let me know. I'd be happy to. And also make sure on Twitter you use the hashtag TellEstra if you have something you want to add. And also remember this week to use the hashtag TreatMeRight to let the insurance companies know you know when you're being mistreated. By the way, the 217 uh, brand Estra uh, items 
I don't know how they were just disappeared, but they were disappeared for, uh, I guess, the last few weeks, and we're actually going to have them put up again this week. So if you've been looking for some of those items and haven't been able to find them, they'll be out back out there on site, exactly on my site this time, uh, Uh so they will not be easily removed. All right, we're going to just also go ahead and keep on going since we're having such a good great day today on talking about things we need to know because Insurance civil rights legislation is something we need now, not yesterday, now. Just imagine the number of people who've been involved in car accidents this weekend who will actually face their insurance companies and find out they're not going to pay them. And since most people are living just only one paycheck away from disaster, that means there's going to be a lot of hurt families. We need to be able to be assured that when we're hurt or injured, that we'll be treated fairly and that um, we will be actually getting something back from the premiums we've been paying in sometimes for decades. So let's go ahead and continue. We're going to start on a blast, another blast from the past. It's going to be Social Security Disability Surveillance and also the Constitution Basics for Everyday People, Part 7, is coming. It's amazing in the last sections of the Constitution here, there's so much more details and things that need to be defined than in the first, uh, I guess, was it 30, uh, 27 of them, which is remarkable. So bear with me. We will certainly get there, and we'll also get the full uh, list of all the uh, Constitution sections out there for you to view. What is one of the best hidden secrets of Social Security disability surveillance? Who works with them? What are their tactics? How will you be impacted? Today, Talking About You with Estra welcomes you for Social Security Disability Surveillance Episode. Social Security Disability Programs were initially designed to help low- and middle-class individuals from having to live out life in dire poverty after some calamity. This program was fought against by the Republican Party for years. But just as the Affordable Care Act, after decades of blockage, the needs of most of the American people beat out the needs and desires of Wall Street. And what happened once Social Security Disability was approved? The lives of people injured in car accidents who became disabled, lifestyles did drop from the original levels to poverty levels, as is today, but not completely hopeless. Once citizens saw the value of the Social Security Administration programs, those opposing it realized the citizens became a force to be reckoned with. And today, the strategy to get rid of Social Security programs tends not to be straightforward. But backdoor tactics that do tend to hurt those recipients who depend on them for a better quality of life. Because some Republicans and a few Democrats would prefer to see the demise of these programs Actions today continue that cut benefits, harass and intimidate those participating, and yes, this is another long list, which would take a while longer at least than this program has to cover them all. Therefore, today, the small portion we will talk about will be Social Security Disability Surveillance. Republican House Representative Sam Graves of Missouri has Bill H.R. 3482 which has a mission to cut disabled off of Social Security disability through surveillance. The bill authorizes over 54 units within inner cities 
to investigate those on SSDI and SSI. One thing I didn't notice in the bill is the cost of these new 54 surveillance units and the current contracts to private companies to design these buildings. Wall Street has long waited to privatize Social Security income to their benefit and recipients' demise. Will this be an apocalypse of Social Security disability? Only if you don't get involved in the process. Keep alert on the actions and behaviors of Wall Street, standing up against Social Security Administration, working on their behalf and not yours. In my opinion, there's a difference between how Social Security Disability responds to their insurance when there is a Democratic versus a Republican Congress. When Democratic legislations are being put forward, there's a compassion to aid in the recovery of the disabled, to make their lives better, to invest in the help required to get as many individuals back on their feet and leading a rewarding life. There's a recognition that the road back to recovery in most cases is a long, hard one, but a road well-traveled for the taste of victory. The struggles of most disabled can make life hopeless unless light can be seen at the end of the tunnel. Compassionate guidance can move the disabled a long way to a better future. Yet this Republican Congress is taking a totally different approach. Instead of investing in a group of hurting, few skills and resources in many cases, they choose to put individuals under surveillance in hopes of eliminating their insurance claim. Does Wall Street need the money from Social Security income that bad? Has the recession created such a loss for them they came looking at the least of us? Really? There was a time in our society people looked down on people who were disabled because they felt their lives were so much better. Has our economy fallen so far due to unscrupulous behavior of Wall Street that Social Security disability looks good? Really? How can poverty in any country look good to anyone? Ask those receiving Social Security disability income, and they will tell you it's not enough income and that most struggle daily just trying to make ends meet. Is this just? Especially due to Congress allowing employers not to pay their fair share to employees? For if employers paid out disability to employees, along with the Social Security disability, the struggles for many would be far less hardships. But instead, this Congress has decided that it's better to take from a group of people who have so little from the start and spend their days suffering through their disabilities. Is this the type of Congress that should be representing you? Senator Bernie Sanders and Senator Elizabeth Warren don't think so. They see your needs and hurts. They acknowledge what is currently being done to those on Social Security. This Congress refused to give cost-of-living increases to those on Social Security, but gave their staffs and themselves raises. What is wrong with these people? Do they think we are blind and cannot see? Do they truly believe in their heart we are second-class citizens? Or that we will not stand up and be counted? I beg to differ. Standing up is what people involved in the Social Security Administration programs must do. Otherwise, one day, these tactics to cut, reduce, and discourage those who have a right to these benefits will happen. Isn't this what harassment and intimidation is all about? Making you fearful, forcing you to live with lack instead of ask, making you feel bad about the help, even though you've been paying premiums into this program through working. 
Wall Street greed factors should not play a role with those who often give more to them than they deserve. And people who are disabled should not be mistreated and taken advantage of because they feel bad about their circumstances. Social security surveillance is often performed on individuals with few resources, little power, with hardly a voice against an organization with vast community, state, and federal resources to use at will, appropriately or inappropriately. For people seeking the assistance of Social Security Administration, far removed from their consciousness are the types of behaviors subjected to by this organization performing surveillance upon their daily lives for the benefit of Wall Street. In Maryland, there's an office that primarily works for surveillance of the SSI and SSDI recipients. However, if you ask them, they'll probably not tell you about their process or confirm this action. In fact, the Social Security Administration has a legal right not to tell you or anyone else, for that matter, about their behavior. Who would approve of such a law, and why hasn't this one been revised? But what will get you going more than this is another part of the law Congress wants to pass. It states that if your employer will pay your disability income and you no longer will apply for Social Security disability, they will get more subsidies to add to the vast number they already have. For years, our government has been paying the cost for private companies, whether this is giving out food stamps instead of the companies paying a decent wage, health care benefits that they pass on to Medicare instead of paying their own retirees, or disability income they pass on to Social Security disability. And they talk about the low and middle class people not paying their fair share. Really? And who allows them to get away with this? Congress. Yes, Congress. The one at the top of the food chain is getting their chain yanked by Wall Street. And the people at the bottom are chasing their tails because of it. Who really needs the surveillance? I suspect it's not the disabled on Social Security disability. I can see this will have to be a series to get through enough information to give you a flavor of what to expect when dealing with disability surveillance, whether it be Social Security, insurance companies, employers, but guess what? In most cases, they are working together without your knowledge. Add the police departments in your community along with investigative companies, and being disabled and broke for many is a lot to bear by themselves. Who would put such a burden on people who are already weary? Only those whose self-interest exceeds that of the 20% of the country in this situation. Here's a list of behavior you can expect from those performing surveillance. Number one, they'll be moving into your neighborhood, talking with your neighbors, and recruiting them, by the way, spotting all the entrances and exits from your location, who you associate with, where you go regularly, and what kind of activities you perform. Number two, getting information from those who treat your conditions. Attempt to convince them your condition is not that serious, while harassers try to get you to say something inappropriate or do something you've stated on your forms to them that you cannot physically or mentally do. Number three, harassers coming out into the open to scare you, to get you to do something that would hurt your claim or force you to do what they want you to do. Most people injured in a car accident have been traumatized from the event. Therefore, tactics are used while driving to scare you into making serious mistakes. Number four, 
Cut off benefits and let you sweat. They like this one, by the way. This tactic is used to get you to sign documents you would not otherwise do. Number five, online harassment and intimidation through social media accounts, search engines, tweets, replies, or create false items to harass and intimidate you online and hack your online accounts. This means they're spending a lot of time, energy, and money to bully you. They'll also hack your smartphone, your laptop, sometimes even your laptops disappear, desktop, tablets, whatever electronic devices are available. So if you're not good with computers, you might want to find somebody who is that's trustworthy because sometimes if you take it to places that uh, have relationships with them, you might get your computer back and it may not even work. Believe me, this is another endless list. Today I have not brushed the surface, therefore there will be much more details coming in the future. However, leaving you with all this bad news wouldn't be good, so let's end on a good note. First, this behavior of surveillance in most cases is inappropriate and places a burden on the disabled which is not needed because life is hard enough. After facing such mistreatment, you will get a lot smarter. Trust me on that one. But trusting others may no longer be a priority after being bullied and abused, and I believe me, it is abuse in some ways. And you may also not be as forgiving as you once were. But you will begin to recognize human nature and behaviors in ways your mind never encountered or should and you'll learn how to stand up for yourself and others and be counted. Sometimes you don't know what you're truly made of until pushed. The greatest words, in my opinion, came from a great man who said, quote, I will not be broken. And that was Muhammad Ali. And I suggest, in this case, you follow in his footsteps. Stay safe, well, and determined. Thanks for listening. Now available are no peeps. And no peeps are actual items that keep your camera on your smartphone covered. It's something that's so simple to solve a major problem of preventing spying through your own phone. Comfortable for electronic devices, smartphones, tablets, laptops, and a peace of mind for you. Because your privacy isn't anyone else's business. You can find the no peeps on eBay under Estra Seattle. I'm amazed just how much information it, uh, is out here that's helpful. In fact, there's over 400 podcasts to listen to on, on multiple subjects dealing with collision, insurance companies, employers with ERISA, Social Security disability, long-term disability, surveillance, taking care of yourself, and much, much more. Those no-teach do help and particularly on your cell phone. I mean, how many times have you gone to a public restroom or restroom, even in your own home, took your phone in there and never thought anyone could be watching? Well, I hate to tell you sometimes some people are watching because they access the camera on your smartphone and are able to see whatever you can see. So in order to prevent that from happening, just pick up a no peeps. It's no N-O-P-E-P. It's by me, Estra. Use it to cover your phone, and then you don't have to worry about anything that you do being seen.
Uh, just cover your camera, and uh, that'll end that problem. I've really enjoyed listening to Social Security Disability Surveillance. Uh, that was the first one. We're going to listen to two more in the series. Um, but one thing I can say is that Social Security uh, Disability has changed, and it does depend on who's in office and what their agendas are. And frankly, Social Security uh, Disability was not designed for that. The purpose of Social Security has been clear from the very beginning, and it's to protect people who are on the margins, and particularly that may need help after being like in a car accident or getting a serious illness and are no longer able to have functions in the way in which they used to. Um, that doesn't mean you don't still have, have uh, our gold or gifts. We all have dreams and hopes no matter what our current circumstances are, and that's one reason why I personally say never give up and never give in. But keep trying to build whatever your potential might be because there, there is, if you're here, there's something for you to do in some way. Sometimes it takes a bit of, of talent to find it because of being used to doing things in a certain way. But there's always a lot of ways to learn new things. So never give up hope not even in the face of being bullied because of uh, being disabled. Just keep your head up, stay determined, and continue to fight against disability surveillance because, frankly, I personally believe this is one of the biggest games of harassment and intimidation to actually put more money on Wall Street. But let's go ahead and listen to our Social Security Disability Surveillance Part 2. What is one of the best hidden secrets of Social Security Disability Surveillance? Most people, meaning the policyholders, don't know that they perform this action. Who works with them? Employers, police, IRS, insurance companies, private investigators, your friends and neighbors. And what are their tactics? Intimidation, harassment, and cutting off benefits. Fear is a major component in convincing SSDI and SSI recipients into desired action. How will you be impacted today? Will all of these things happen to you, your friends, family, or people who have waited three years just to be approved by Social Security to find themselves under surveillance? Frankly, reviews under Democratic administration, for Congress that is, the goal seemed to uplift the disabled, to move them to a better place with a mission to move from despair to hope, providing guidance to those who become lost. And anyone who's been disabled or a major life change realize how easy it is to become lost. Yet today, with the Republican Congress seeking to cut benefits from Main Street in as many ways as possible, the tools being used are surveillance, harassment, and intimidation creating fear and destruction of the possibilities to improve the lives of disabled and provide resources for Wall Street to use. Today, talking about you with Estra welcomes you to continue the topic of Social Security Disability Surveillance. Whenever fear is used to silence a group of people, the time to speak out about experiences is far overdue. When individuals cannot get help to protect themselves from police departments who are working for those harassing you, something is seriously wrong with our law enforcement systems. 
when a structure has been in place for decades, such as surveillance, that is not in policyholders' best interest, but those who benefit from keeping financial resources away from these insureds, the result can be pain, suffering, and hopelessness for those injured in a car accident when looking for ways to be protected. How can people involved in car collisions advocate for themselves when their own lawyers are paid by insurance companies, employers, or Social Security disability? Money and power can often provide incentives to hurt injured people who have little knowledge about an insurance claim system they have placed their trust in and support. Those who are supposed to protect and serve become some of the very people doing the abusing. When the average policyholder's technological knowledge is limited to comfortably getting around on electronic devices and online harassment, intimidation, and hacking is encountered, few people are able to protect themselves from social media abuses, and in most cases this is also true for being bullied in public. When harassers can boot up software on policyholders' computer devices and access passwords, emails, videos, social media accounts, phone calls, and can also disconnect internet, block text messages, and online accounts, cut off phone calls, and hinder overall use of an electronic device, insured civil rights legislation must be passed by Congress in an effort to protect everyday people who don't have the skills to protect themselves. Insured civil rights legislation would immediately put an end to an abusive tactic against insured, connecting policyholders to harassers' computer networks or access wireless cell towers of the disabled smartphones or even block smartware updates for virus and malware for easier entry to the individual's devices. And believe me, this is another endless list. When this is done due to a request to protect employers or insurance companies from paying out benefits to their insured means it's time to make Social Security disability surveillance more transparent for all to see, especially when this Republican Congress continues to write legislation that favors Wall Street at the expense of the disabled receiving Social Security disability. These conglomerates have enough power and resources to squash people on SSDI or SSI like an ant. The disabled unknowingly can request assistance from companies they are not aware may work against them. From my perspective, this is done to create more fear and worry in the SSDI or SSI recipient so they will not know who to trust and stay silent regarding the abuse. I would offer another option to this alternative. Don't be afraid. There are millions of people out there just like you who have experienced the same abusive tactics. And when everyone decides to speak up, to contact Congress at 202-224-3121 and just say, I support insured civil rights legislation, and it is needed in 216 to stop harassment and intimidation of insured. They will get the message is not fear, but people want to stand up and be counted. Exposing this type of behavior will go a long way in making changes requiring a more open and honest, let me say that again, a more open and honest process, not to hurt disabled, but to heal and make life better. 
Wall Street can find another way to fill its coffers. It will be interesting to see how Wall Street adjusts to the losses from Britons leaving the EU. As I've said many times, where has Wall Street stock money gone? It doesn't just disappear. The question is whose pockets have those trillions moved into? It will be interesting to see if the 216 elections vote back in as a majority Democrats in Congress and if Social Security disability values shift to helping the disabled rather than surveilling them. It's easy to feel insecure and unsafe when dealing with harassment, intimidation, and surveillance. From my perspective, decide to grow from the experience by learning about computer technology, emotional IQ to protect yourself, laws in place that help you and those that need to be put in place, like insured civil rights legislation by Congress, and help to get them passed. Learn about the people and organizations that are pursuing you and share the information learned with others to help advocate for them and also as a team. Remember, paper and pen can also replace some activities previously done online for sensitive information. Make things work for you and stand up for your rights. Yet harassers can also view items sent and received via mail regardless of whether sent to a home address or a post office. In fact, you might even notice a delay in receiving your mails. Remember just to do your best and keep learning how to keep yourself safe. Recently, there's been discussion about using online information to track individuals. This has already been done for years by companies. In the world we live today, from my perspective, it's best to say what you mean and mean what you say. Never be afraid to live your life. It's the only one you have, and it's important to improve your physical, emotional, and spiritual situation. Regardless of current health condition, it's important to make the most of each day. Often we take living for granted until we lose someone invaluable to us. Ask someone who's lost someone they loved in a car accident. We don't know how much time we have, so we must live regardless of our current condition. Never allow those performing surveillance to disrupt the important aspects of your life. This is your life, your goals, and your dreams. Bullying is their expertise, and in most cases they have reviewed your life back to birth. Nevertheless, continue to improve your life. Don't stop for them or anyone else. Make the choice that abusive behavior will come out for all to see when people speak up about the surveillance tactics designed to marginalize, humiliate, and dehumanize people. Trust me. Take the high road. Stand your ground. Greed against poor and disabled will come to an end. Hopefully, insured civil rights legislation will be passed by Congress to protect those in car accidents. Insurance premiums, whether public or private, should be paid out to those who have been hurt and not socked away for the pleasures of Wall Street. Social Security disability programs were designed initially to help low- and middle-class people from having to live out lives in dire poverty after a calamity. This program was fought against by Republicans for years, but just as the Affordable Care Act, after decades of blockage, came through, the needs of most American people will beat out the needs of the desires of Wall Street. 
Once citizens become aware of Social Security Disability Surveillance and the new 54 units this Republican Congress wants to create in order to find more money for Wall Street, requests for accountability of these actions will be requested. Anything that was designed in the dark, like Bill H.R. 3482, will eventually come to light, and Congress will have to answer for its creation. And Social Security Disability will have to answer why they chose surveillance to hurt those who were supposed to be protecting. Remember, today the strategy to get rid of Social Security programs tends not to be straightforward, but backdoor tactics that do tend to hurt those recipients who depend on them for a better quality of life. This Congress has decided that it is better to take from a group of people who have little to start with and spend their days suffering through their disabilities. Is this the type of Congress that should be representing you? Again, this Congress refused to give cost of living increases to those on Social Security, but gave themselves and their staff raises. What does that say? It means it's time for insured civil rights legislation. Stay safe, well, and determined. Thank you for listening. Now available are no peep smartphone camera privacy protections on eBay at Estra Seattle. Something so simple to solve a major problem of preventing spying through your phone, comfortable for your electronic devices, your smartphone, tablet, laptops, and peace of mind for you because your privacy isn't anyone else's business. Stop the peeping and pick up your no peeps for your smartphone. This is Esther with Talking About You with Esther on Blog Talk Radio. One other thing I'd like to note for disability surveillance or anything that's going on with your phone is to actually use earbuds because a lot of the times when hacking is going on in your phone, there's different things that uh, seem to be able to be easier to be able, easier to be aware of when you're wearing earbuds versus uh, when you're just uh, looking for things while watching your phone. Although you you should go to your settings and check and see, and particularly if you keep your Bluetooth and Wi-Fi off, whether they've turned them back on. And that also goes for your laptops too, any computers, because uh, you might actually have them turned off, your Wi-Fi and your Bluetooth, and you'll find that they'll turn them back on. So it, it becomes a turn on, turn off kind of a game as to preventing them from abusing you and and them trying to abuse you. So make sure that you know that those are a couple other things that you can do. Okay, so we're going to listen to the last section, which is Social Security Disability Surveillance Part 3. This is Estra again. We're talking about you with Estra. Thank you for joining Social Security Disability Surveillance Part 3. This is Estra from Seattle, Washington, USA. Disability can be a scary predicament initially. Life changes can certainly disrupt normal routines. However, just a little help can go a long way in moving you into the right direction. Since most people involved in Social Security disability live in poverty, the power of insurance companies, whether they are public or private or something in between, makes insured vulnerable. 
until we have a Congress which is willing to speak truth to power and change laws for protections of policyholders, many people may find themselves with daily problems to resolve dealing with survival, personal injury, disability, insurers not paying benefits or significantly delaying them, or placing you under surveillance in hope of getting them back from you. The key to remember through this unpleasant circumstances is you have a choice. You have a choice whom you will believe and who you won't, whom you will trust and who you don't. The decision to educate yourself about what is happening to you and what your options are and how you will proceed with your life. Yes, this is still your life. Will this mean fighting back against those who desire to bring harm and suffering into your life? Yeah, it does. You ask, why would anyone want to bring harassment and intimidation into your life? Two words, greed and power. And yes, at your expense. Again, who would choose a life of disability or injury? Ambitious people? Nope. People who like their lives before a car accident? Nope. Those with dreams they want to fulfill? Nope. And yes, this is another endless less, but the bottom line is everyone wants to live up to their full potential. Most people are disabled not by choice, but by misfortune. Yet whatever is placed in your path in this world, each of us must deal with the hand dealt. In my opinion, no matter what this may be, never give up or end to the troubles faced. Seek resolution, be hopeful, Recognize there is a season in life. Some of those seasons we wish to stay in forever. Others just cannot pass too soon. Remember to keep moving forward. Learn what you can from each situation. Pass on information learned to others who may cross similar paths. And keep in mind we only have this one life here. And if injured in a car accident, the reality of living each day becomes even clearer. Today I was happy to hear President Obama state that the public option for health care should be considered. It is past the time where hurting Americans should be healed. Congress has passed enough subsidies and tax breaks for Wall Street without giving care to the needs of Main Street. And frankly, we've been hurting for far too long and our society is beginning to show it. When foreign countries begin to ask, what is going on in America? We have so many resources to take care of our societal needs. If it is obvious to outsiders, why cannot our own state, local, and federal officials see it when in the midst of these sad circumstances? Please take your vote seriously in 216. Our country is in a world of hurt, and who bears the responsibility of as much pain and suffering that we're in? Congress. Yes, you, Congress. Doing nothing for us may have worked out well for you, Republicans, but look around to see what you have done to us. Why not start with House Representative Bill 3482? This bill says a lot about what you think about people on Social Security disability. Do you think most poor people are thieves, ignorant, or has your lack of action kept many so busy they are not able to look out even for their best of interest. Here's a surprise for you, Congress. Most people are poor because of lack of opportunity, which you know, 
as well as disability places more individuals in a financial predicament because of being unable to work. But guess what, Congress? Everyone has something to share if given the opportunity. Life brings gifts to us all. Even the hardships many disabled face teach us how to survive on very little and educate ourselves in order to make life quality better if possible. So today, listeners, I want to share three major areas about Social Security Disability Surveillance in case you find yourself being oppressed with the hope of giving up your meager benefits in hopes of them being passed to Wall Street market dreams. They will deal with initially spotting harassment, intimidation, and surveillance. Number one, harassment. Harassment begins when noticing individuals constantly following you around 24-7. It may start just as an uneasy feeling, like something is out of place. Harassers may begin jumping inside your personal space, starting conversations with you in hopes of getting something you said or something you do to force you into situations that achieve their goals. By being a target, you must be concerned about the people in your life, both the old and new. These people are very good at holding secrets over others' heads in order to get them to do what they want. You will be uncomfortable by the bullying initially and feel forced into strange circumstances. Take a step back and realize you may be facing harassment. It may take some time for you to realize this because you are injured or disabled and have more important things on your mind, which you should. Every place you go, they'll be there. They will place GPS on your car, listen in on your phone calls, read your texts, place cameras or listening devices at your residence, and yes, this is another endless list. One way you can help yourself is to get a no peeps which covers up the camera lens on your smartphone, tablet, or desktop. Their behavior can go on for months or years depending on their agenda. Another thing to remember is that Social Security, police, employers, IRS, and local businesses work together. And unfortunately, they are not looking for truth. They're looking for your benefit checks. If you add the benefits you should receive from employers and SSDI and multiply that by about 6 million people, that's a lot of money they can use if not paying out to disabled. So the incentive to push you under the bus is significant. Therefore, do not give up or end to harassment. When your surroundings or people change, take note, document it, and do your best to continue taking care of yourself. Harassers will attempt to discourage you from doing activities, cause division between you and your health care providers, make it difficult for you to accomplish daily activities. They've gotten very good at hurting people, yet their capabilities cannot hinder your hopes, dreams, or goals. Can they sometimes delay them? Yeah, they can, but they can't stop you. Just the fact you can make the choice not to give in to the harassment will make you stronger and find ways to protect yourself against their behaviors. And remember, when you need encouragement or ideas on how to get through it, listen to one of my podcast videos or tweets, and there will be something there for you. Number two, intimidation happens online, in public, and at your residence. 
At your residence, they will drive around regularly, walk their dogs or children on the sidewalk, or use your neighbors in an attempt to gain information, or befriend you in hopes of setting a trap. Sometimes it's just a few. Sometimes there'll be a parade of harassers. Every time you walk out the front door, they may be driving by asked to say, Hey, I'm here. But guess what? Who cares? Go and get your things done. Unfortunately, they have built relationship with businesses and will try to get them to make your outings unpleasant or dissatisfied in hopes of discouraging you from doing it again. This can happen in places like gyms, hot tubs, floats, restaurants, movie theaters, and yes, you know how I always say, it's an endless list. The thing to notice, if your popcorn was always fine at the movies and all of a sudden you get cold popcorn or your gym, hot tub used to be open all the time, but now whenever you go, it's closed, and it wasn't this way before your car accident, start paying attention to how things have changed. Online hacking cannot be overlooked because your accounts are being reviewed. And in some cases, emails go missing, or you can also be locked out from your accounts. And unfortunately, this really is an endless list. Just hope your laptops don't go missing. And be careful who you allow to repair them, if they really are in need of repair. Harassers can piggyback on your modems, place files that redirect your computer, and also have a computer that mirrors your activities that can boot up when you start up your computer. Just notice if you were able to use a website without any problems, and now most of them you have issues with, more than likely you are being hacked by harassers. Number three is surveillance. And surveillance activities can get awkward, such as flying. Your luggage can be repeatedly gone through. TSA can stop you for routine checks, which in my opinion are not routine. Plane departure times can be delayed for hours on almost every flight. And when requesting a disabled wheelchair, it can be delayed and receive poor service. And typically harassers sit next to you on the flight. And yes, this is another endless list. Harassers at this point typically want you to know they are watching you. Guess what? So what? You are injured or disabled, and there is documentation to prove it. Just because your employer doesn't want to pay out your benefits and Wall Street Congress and SSDI work together doesn't mean you should not receive your benefits. This is their problem, not yours. My recommendation is to learn as much about them as they're learning about you, to document what they do to you each and every day because otherwise they will deny it. Recognize you are not alone. Many other people have gone through the same abuse. And yes, it is abuse. They made it through, and so can you. What is important is that you know it's common behavior, but you cannot live your life around harassment, intimidation, and surveillance. You must live, recover from injury, and find your way back to a productive life that brings you joy and peace. If each and every disabled person stands up against harassment, intimidation, and surveillance, asking Congress to get insured civil rights legislation enacted, all insureds would be required to pay out benefits to policyholders within a four weeks time frame. Employers and SSDI benefits will be paid out to employees instead of employers getting off literally free of claim payouts. Disability surveillance will have to be documented and insurers notified after six months or informed when requesting the information.
the time for abusing the disabled has come to an end. This is no way to be forced to live in hopes of Wall Street to play the stock market with Social Security funds. When Social Security Disability once again looks out for their insurers instead of employers or Wall Street, the disabled will be able to sleep better at night because of receiving benefits and fair and just settlements. Stay safe, well, and determined. Thank you for listening. Now available are no peep smartphone camera privacy protections on eBay at Estra Seattle. Something so simple to solve a major problem of preventing spying through your phone, comfortable for your electronic devices, your smartphone, tablet, laptops, and peace of mind for you because your privacy isn't anyone else's business. Stop the peeping and pick up your no peeps for your smartphone. Have you learned ways to protect yourself against Social Security Disability Surveillance today? Drop me a line and tell me about it. You can send your emails to mystory at estrascorrecthealth.com. Again, the email address is mystory at estrascorrecthealth.com. I hope you enjoyed today's show. I know I certainly have. It's amazing how you can be refreshed by listening to uh, articles or, or listening to podcasts that make you realize just how important it is to have support. So until next Saturday, which we will be back and uh, go on with constitutional basics. I couldn't believe how long uh, this one was for this week. Uh, I'll see you then, and you stay safe and enjoy yourself. And remember, just because you're being bullied don't doesn't mean you have to accept it or tolerate it. Go on this weekend and enjoy yourself. They're not worth it. Did you enjoy the format for talking about you with Estra today? Let me know at Estra's Radio Show on Twitter or talking about you with Estra on Facebook. The more we know about our rights concerning a car accident, the better off the injured will be. Thanks for your participation today in the program. Until next week, drive safe, be hopeful, and help each other. This is Estra, your car accident advocate in Seattle, Washington, USA. When you need me, I'll be here at estrascarwreckhelp.com. Again, that website is estrascarwreckhelp.com. That's one full word. I hope to hear from you soon.